Welcome to Chronic Life with Never-Ending Pain. I'm your host, Crystal Chavez. I live with fibromyalgia and rheumatoid arthritis. If you live with chronic pain, I can't guarantee this podcast will make you feel any better, but I do hope it makes you feel less alone. Settle in somewhere comfortable. Today, we're going to talk about something that's been on my mind, long COVID. It's increasing the size of our spoony community and also bringing attention to some of the things we go through. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention says long COVID or post-COVID conditions are a wide range of new, returning, or ongoing health problems people experience after being infected with the virus. The CDC says long COVID could first be identified at least four weeks after infection. Other organizations have different measures. The conditions can last weeks, months, and now we have so-called long haulers going on years with persistent symptoms. Long COVID symptoms are similar to myalgic encephalomyelitis or chronic fatigue syndrome and other poorly researched chronic illnesses. And there's no one test to determine if someone has long COVID. Sound familiar? So how would you know if you have it? Dr. Akiko Iwasaki is an expert on long COVID. She's a professor of immunobiology at Yale School of Medicine. In a YouTube for the American Medical Association, she explains the main symptoms of long COVID. Fatigue is the number one uh, symptom that's being reported, and uh, followed by cough, headache, uh, muscle pain, loss of taste and smell is also um, one of the top uh, symptoms, uh, as well as sore throat. More than 200 symptoms are associated with long COVID. Brain fog is also on that list. Brain fog is difficulty with thinking, concentrating, recall, memory issues. I think already living with fibromyalgia, it's, it's scary to think about having those symptoms exacerbated. That's Sarah Flick. She's a marketing professional in Minnesota. She's managed to dodge COVID so far. You know, I have a, a job that requires me to be sort of on point when it comes to, you know, my cognitive abilities. And sometimes, as I'm sure maybe you have experienced or other people with fibromyalgia, one of the things that comes with the fatigue and the pain is also brain fog. And I know a lot of long-term COVID folks also complain about this, but, you know, I'll be in the middle of a meeting and I'll sort of forget get my train of thought or I'll struggle to come up with a word and it's just that intense brain fog and I already struggle with that. It's already exhausting to try to compensate for that and the idea of that becoming worse with long COVID is really scary. It's something that, you know, I think about. The fear of brain fog getting worse is so real. I also have trouble recalling words sometimes. And we meme about stuff like forgetting if we just took pills from the pill bottles sitting right in front of us. Or was that yesterday? We joke about stuff like that because it's scary. So we try to own it, get some control over it. We compensate, we make lists, prepare ahead of time for conversations. It feels like many people I know aren't even worried about long COVID. But one in five adults under 65 who get COVID in the U.S. has reported at least one health condition that could be considered long COVID. That's according to a new Centers for Disease Control and Prevention study. 
Here's another one of those things us Spoonies are used to hearing. The experts don't know exactly why some people get long COVID. Sure, post-COVID conditions are found more often in people who had a severe COVID experience, but anyone who has been infected can become a long hauler, even people who had a mild form of the illness. Researchers are in the hypothesis stage when it comes to what's causing long COVID. Dr. Iwasaki again. One of the top hypotheses is the persistent virus or viral remnants that are persisting in tissues. Uh, such as viral RNA or protein or both, and that could be triggering uh, chronic inflammation in these people. The other hypothesis is autoimmunity. So a uh, acute respiratory infection can induce autoimmune conditions in some patients, and that once that's developed, it's very difficult to reverse that process, and, and that could be happening in a subset of long COVID patients. I know most chronic listeners know this, but just in case, with an autoimmune disease, a person's immune system accidentally attacks your own body instead of protecting it. The research into what may be causing long COVID could be a whole nother episode. And to be honest, from what I'm reading and hearing from long haulers, doctors often don't have much guidance for people with long COVID or people suspected of having it. Dr. Janet Diaz shared some tips for improving quality of life with long COVID on the World Health Organization's YouTube channel. For example, one of these self-management techniques could be that if you have fatigue, then don't overexert yourself when you are feeling fatigued. Try to do your activities when you're at times in the day when you're not feeling fatigued. If you have cognitive dysfunction, as I described before, don't multitask and have too many screens up at the same time or try to do too many things. Try to focus on the one activity that you're, that you're working on. It feels like the rest of the world is moving on, but for people with chronic illnesses, the world is still very much on pause. It's disheartening. It feels like society isn't thinking about us when things like mask requirements become more lax. We already had to weigh how to use our spoons or energy every day before the pandemic. Now we have more to consider. I feel like I'm constantly over the past few years with COVID-19 balancing. How much do you, you know, protect your physical health and how much do you protect your mental health? Sarah Flick again, the fibromite we heard from earlier. Obviously, getting out and doing things is important as a human being. It's important to connect with other people. It's important to experience new places and spaces. You know, that's constantly a conversation that my husband and I have to have about what is the acceptable level of risk. And speaking of risk, Flick also has her kids to think about. She has a six-year-old and a baby who's a few months old and who's obviously not vaccinated. I have this chronic illness that I worry about, but I also worry about my unvaccinated child. And, you know, I was really especially disappointed when the mask mandate for planes went away because we were, as a family, were thinking about taking our first trip as a family to get out. And my son hasn't seen, you know, my son hasn't seen the beach since he was two, so he doesn't really remember it and the ocean. And so that's an experience I really want him to have. He's six. But now I'm nervous to go on a plane with people who are unmasked. And so those are just like, you know, what we live with in the in the post-pandemic world. But it's really unfortunate because I feel like 
we could have as a society really done more if people were willing to just simply mask up. But maybe, just maybe, there's a flicker of hope. One thing you may have also thought about is how all of this attention on long COVID might help us boonies out in the future. Yes, we may be worried and stressed about getting COVID and especially getting long COVID, but like Sarah Flick, I hold on to some hope. I try to be a hopeful person. I think you kind of have to be if you have a chronic illness, you kind of have to find, you know, things that are that make you positive. The only thing that, you know, like I think about a silver lining of COVID is that I am hopeful that more research will be done on cognition and the brain and that there might start being more research given to what causes brain fog, what causes this fatigue. And then there might be hope for people with fibromyalgia and other chronic pain conditions. If you're a long hauler listening right now, I encourage you to connect with people already diagnosed with chronic fatigue syndrome on social media even. Search for the hashtag ME slash CFS. Support from people going through the same thing who believe you will change your life. People share what works for them and most importantly root for you. The love and support saves lives. This song right here is from Blue Dot Sessions. It's called Blood Pedal. That's it for Chronic, life with never-ending pain. Let's keep the conversation about long COVID going on Twitter. Already a lot happening there. I'm at Crystal R. Chavez. Adios. Adios.